URB. Hello and welcome back to the SU Officer Elections. This is University Radio Bar. We're interviewing all the SU candidates for every single role. Now we're joined with Hannah, who's running for Community Officer. Sorry, I nearly got that wrong. <laughs> How are you? Sorry. I'm great, I'm great. Thank you guys. Thank you for having me. I'm really excited. Um, yeah, this is kind of weird, but I'm really excited. <laughs> it's, fine. it's chill. It's all good. Don't worry about it. Um, so first question for you is, how's, how's your campaign going? How's, how's it's it going, going so good. Yeah, um, it's a bit weird because I'm the only um, community officer candidate, mm. but I'm still campaigning. Yeah. Um, as hard as I can. Yeah, I planned I planned the whole thing out before nice. before the week started, so I'm just sticking to my plan, really. So chances are people will be able to catch me in the parade. Oh, lovely. Yeah. So, can you tell us a little bit about yourself and why you're running for community officer? Yeah, sure. So um, I'm a fourth-year international management um, and modern languages slash German uh, student. And, um, yeah, I'm just a really social person. I love helping people. I love hanging out with people. I love meeting new people. And I thought this job would be perfect for me. I love being in Bath. Wanted to stay in Bath for a year longer as well. Yeah. So <laughs> that was also a bit of a motivation here. Um, yeah, just a lot of different reasons. But I think it would be a great job for me. I think I'd be quite good at it, if I can say that, yeah, <laughs> say that about myself. That. Yeah, Self-confidence, so nice. we like it. Keep <laughs> it up. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> Um, so can you just summarise your manifesto for anyone that hasn't had a look at it yet? Yeah, sure. So my manifesto covers a lot of different points. Uh, I try to make it as broad and as like applicable to as many students as possible. Um, it really targets the biggest issues that we probably all know about right now that affect us. So cost of living crisis, mental health, sexual well-being, uh, inclusivity. Uh, and I also have some fun points on that, such as reopening cats and dogs home just around the corner to students again because it used to be open it's not anymore which is really sad <laughs> oh um, yeah, i want sad. it back yeah. <laughs> exactly so um just just love important points it's yeah. on the sg website there so yeah brilliant so yeah we've read the manifesto we're going to take a slight deep dive into it just ask a few specific don't worry it's chill like this is, this is only just to like bring light to your manifesto make sure everyone understands it um so um, first one, a bit of a random one to start with, but you spoke about community freezers. So I just want to know how would you encourage students to use them and how would you maintain the hygiene? Yeah, so that is a bit of a difficult one because we already have the fridges, but I thought, well, just because a lot of things say they go out of date on a certain day, mm. if you put them in the freezer the day before, they'll be good for months and months and months. So it's so much food waste, probably all the like ready-made meals, <laughs> all the sandwiches, all the food that goes to waste from fresh and from all the cafes. So it would it would have to be would have to work together with someone that's actually like a professional and knows how to make sure that everything is suitable for eating still uh, that's in the freezers. But it pretty much work on the same pr principle as the fridges that we have just um, next to fresh. Yeah. So um, obviously, mental health is like a massive issue at universities. Um, but with like decreased funding support, decreased professionals available, and an increase in demand for the mental health. Um, effort. Um, how do you plan on tackling mental health, mental wellbeing challenge at this university? Uh, well, I have a couple of points in my manifesto that mm -hmm. cover that. One, I would really like to lobby for more trained staff at the mental health centre, which is going to be a difficult one in, these, in this time and age, really. Uh, but uh, that's one of my main priorities because I've heard of so many people that struggled and uh, could not get help mm. as quickly as they needed it. Um, and also just some um, I guess law things such as like l making sure that everyone knows 
where to look for help, when to look for help, how, who, to, who they can talk to, to make sure it's anonymous, um, if they don't feel comfortable doing it with their names and just like publicly. Um, yeah, a lot of different little initiatives, um, but just making sure everyone knows about it. <laughs> yeah, so you mentioned the bath, cats and dogs, which obviously I'm in love with. Your, one of my favourite points on your manifesto was a free hug Fridays, which I'm oh, really yes. excited for. Um, so how do you plan on advertising these and engaging with the students as much as possible, getting maximum participation? Yeah, so obviously social media is... Um, probably number one here and I think the SGU needs to move away from Facebook I think they're working on that but Facebook is just not really in use mm. not yeah. not the way it used to be so Instagram probably is the number one um, platform right now but having posters around campus if if the posters are catchy enough and they are just if, if they're all over the place it'll catch some someone's eyes um, so just make sure it's everywhere uh, it's in the students faces <laughs> um, yeah uh, yeah, so another topic you talk about is the sexual health and well-being. Um, you speak about giving out free condoms and free uh, period products. I was just wondering whether you think there is funding available within the SU to um, provide these. Obviously, it's a great idea, but will it happen? Uh, well, hopefully, yes. I think if there is no funding, we'll, we'll need to find funding for it because I think it is extremely important that uh, we take care of um, the actual physical health of uh, the students, especially the first year that first years that might not be that comfortable, maybe going to the shop and getting things for themselves, um, or going to the chapel to get condoms if they need them, because that is a bit of a weird scenario in my head. Yeah. But, um, <laughs> but um, yeah, I think it should be a priority um, to find funding for it. Um, yeah, I think it should be a right for students to feel safe and be safe on campus yeah so obviously you talk about the student housing issue and you mentioned a budgeting workshop um i was wondering whether you, you yourself had any advice to offer people on how to reduce usage and reduce their um, housing bills yeah that is a bit of a difficult one because i have been struggling this year so much with um lowering our bill costs like our energy bills and gas bills have been just crazy crazy <laughs> crazy, crazy. Oh, so i think oh, i could ridiculous. myself use a workshop on how to do it <laughs> Uh, yeah, hopefully whatever yeah, works enough. out next year will help me as well because uh, it is very much needed. Yeah, um, that's fine. <laughs> like, I wasn't expecting like definite answer, but it yeah. just shows that the workshops are needed by everyone. Exactly. Like, yeah, it's completely yeah. fine. I need it as well. Yeah, um, I need it. <laughs> so you also talk about um, sort of community stand Q and A, um, local Q and A community stands. Um, um, would they be manned by students or staff? And what benefit do you see of the a better relationship between the community of Bath and the students at this university? Well, my idea was that it would be run by volunteers. If there's any staff that would be happy to run them, then they are more than, more than welcome to. But um, students as well, whoever whoever is really up for it, whoever feels like they want to uh, connect a bit more in, with the local community um, is more than welcome to do that. That includes me as well. <laughs> um, and I think it would just be really nice to talk to the local bath citizens face to face because they do have a bit of a bad idea of the students i think and i think that is partially because we are so separate from them we don't really mix with them um so yeah just being there in person and talking to them face to face could make a big difference i think yeah yeah nice so that's enough digging into your manifesto <laughs> there you go uh, so let's go into some more general questions sure. um do you believe the SU is representative of its students and can you improve that in any way um i think it is to 
quite a large extent, mainly because all the officers were recently just students themselves, so they know exactly what the struggles are that um, students are dealing with on their, in their like day-to-day -day lives. Um, um, but I think putting the officers a bit more out there, making them mix with the students a bit more, just like them showing their faces a bit more could connect the SU with the student body a lot better in the future. So I think that would be really important for next year. Yeah. Um, just so that, yeah. Yeah, lovely. Um, and then something we've been asking all of our candidates who've come in is would they take anything from manifestos of sort of opposing candidates? But given you're the only person running, if you've had a chance to look at anyone else's manifesto for the other roles, is there anything from those that you would like to take for yourself as an idea? Um, I would say reducing bus fares is a really good idea. I'm not sure how doable or how realistic it is, but yeah. bus fares are a bit extortionate and it's just getting worse and worse. So all the present candidates that have been lobbying for that or introducing that idea, um, I think that is a really important one. Not, not sure how it's going to work out next year, but fingers crossed, I would love it if it worked out for them. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, and then in terms of, like we said, you being the only person running for community this year, in future years, how do you think they could engage more students to partake in these roles so we have all of the roles being challenged rather than just like one person running? I think there needs to be better advertising. I think there's so many students that don't actually know what being in a student officer is about what the role actually is some of them thinks think it's volunteering whereas it's actually a full-time job you take a year out for it you don't do it like part-time or like besides university it's an actual job um you can do it as your placement you can do it as a, like after you graduate which is what i'm hoping to do so i think just making sure everyone knows what it is what the role is what the job involves the benefits the perks because the, there are a lot of perks to it um just spreading that information would be the best way to do it Brilliant. That's it. Uh, thank you so much for joining us, Hannah. We've have we've loved having you here. Um, we wish you the best of luck, and we hope you're not too exhausted by the end of the week. <laughs> yeah, thank you. Guys. That was this was really fun. Thank you very much. That was thank fine. You. Thank you very much. Um, if you want to, if you're listening and you want to hear more SU officer election interviews, then you can find them all on the Spotify, and we also have more coming up. That are um, the voting is open if you want to vote in the SU elections. It opened this morning. We've had loads of votes already. Um, voting closes on Thursday at 5 o'clock and the all-important results are out on Friday at 4 o'clock. Thank you very much for listening and we will see you soon.